Hi, and you're listening to another edition of Tominous Interviews. Now, somewhat ironically, today it's not really myself doing the interview. Um, last week, I was working um, with Arts Award, and I was looking after a work experience girl, and her name was Anne. And as part of her work experience, we decided to bring her along to an interview to see how that kind of works. And um, we were planning questions the day before, and I just casually asked, hey, Anne, do you want to lead it? And she was really up for it. So we um, decided to give her the opportunity to actually lead the interview. Now, the interview in question is with Marie O'Neill, who is the campaign manager at Family Arts Campaign. And um, I think Anne did a really good job. It is her first interview. So when you're listening through to this, just remember it's her first interview. And I thought she did a fantastic job of it. Um, I am in there and I do ask some questions, but I'm sat a little bit further away, just sort of quietly, casually observing. So I'm a little bit quiet and I've tried to edit the audio, but there's not really too much I can do about it. So, um, yes, enjoy Anne presenting the interview and I will see you on the other side. Um, well, hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners of the Arts World Voice? Sure, yeah. My name is Mary O'Neill and I am the Family Arts Campaign Manager. So, being a manager, what does your job kind of do? What do you do when you're doing manager? Um, for me, it's a lot of coordination between uh, our stakeholders. So, the campaign is funded by Arts Council England. Um, so, we keep very closely in touch with offices there. Um, we have a team of, there's three of us um, that work on, on the campaign. Myself, um, a director who does one day a week, and our communications administration officer, um, Claire. So kind of coordinating what, what Claire is doing as well. Um, and then to deliver the activity for the campaign, we work with various other organisations, um, so Festivals and Events International are delivering the Family Arts Festival this October. We're working with the Family and Child Care Trust on the Family Arts Standards, working with Arts Award yeah. um, on that pilot. So a lot of my time is spent um, being in touch with different people. So um, you mentioned the Arts Award. What kind of thing do you think the Arts Award can bring to your campaign? We really wanted to include an element of um, young person-led activity. Um, we're all about, obviously, family and intergenerational engagement with the arts. And we felt really strongly that it didn't have to be the adults in the family that led that engagement. And um, we were looking for a way of um, piloting different ways in which young people can, can lead that engagement. Mm. So that's what yeah. we're that's um, So, like, why do you think there's such a need for the fam Family Arts Campaign? Do you, is there well, a there's um, lots of research out there that um, shows that children who engage with the arts through school, some of them go on to, to engage further but they're much, much more likely to um, engage long-term in the arts if they experience them with their families. And um, so that's something we really wanted to capitalise on. Um, it's also about shoring up the arts industry for the future, really. Um, if we can do what we can to engage 
young people, then um, it's only going to help future generations. So do you reckon parents should like push up or leave it to schools and like organisations as yourself to do that for them? I very much believe that um, we should, everyone should be given the opportunity to engage in the arts in whatever situation that is and and we all have um, equal, it's up to us all equally to um, ensure that that happens, Mm -hmm. whether it's through the family, through schools. or, or, yeah, third-party organisations like ourselves. Okay, so your, what has the response been to your campaign? Phenomenal, actually. We're really pleased. Um, we, the, the campaign um, funding started in April 2012. We spent a year consulting with families and arts organisations across the UK to find out really what they wanted mm-hmm. to um, get out of the campaign. Um, and then in um, April 2013, we launched the, um, the activity. So uh, last year, we had the first Family Arts Festival. We had 928 arts organisations, hosted almost 2,300 events. And uh, we reached somewhere in the region of 650,000 family members in that two weeks in October half term so those numbers are so so much higher than than we expected them to be Um, so that's brilliant Um, and now obviously we need to to work hard to um, get those kind of numbers again this year but we are confident that we will so your festival the family arts festival Mm. was a massive success it really was what were there anything else that really was such a you know you overcame a challenge or something in your organisation entirely new way actually the campaign as a whole um, was put together by a consortium of six uh, arts trade organisations and then that consortium uh, was given the funding by the Arts Council but one organisation had to take responsibility for it so that's the Association of British Orchestras and then myself and Claire are employed by the Association of British Orchestras, but actually David, the director, uh, works for UK Theatre. So there's a lot of communication, there are lots of different stakeholders, and um, making that work has been a journey. Mm-hmm. I think we've, we've discovered how, how arts organisations work together. Yeah. Um- you mentioned the um, British orchestras. Mm. I noticed that they're also in this building, building as well. Are yeah. all of the stakeholders? They're not. Sorry. No, we're okay. very lucky that um, three of them are: UK Theatre, Association of British Orchestras, and then the building is owned by the Society of London Theatres. So it's it's really um, really helpful actually for me to be able to access those three. And then we have very close relationships with the Independent Theatre Council and Dance UK. Um, the sixth trade organisation, Varga, the Visual Arts and Galleries Association, has actually recently stopped trading, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but we're um, hoping to engage another visual arts um, partner soon because for us it's very important that we have 
all art forms yeah. um, represented. Yeah, and no, that's good. That's thing. good because like some people think of arts and then just think exactly painting. one or <laughs> the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but um, we're really trying to be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so going kind of back to about about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of how did you come into this job like was it when you were younger did you always think you wanted to start something to do with how people connect with art or um I grew up uh playing a lot of music I went to music college um and got my degree in um performance but I'd always been very aware and um engaged with other art forms as well um drama dance art so I think I consider myself very lucky that um, I had that very um, uh, engaged upbringing in the arts. Mm. And um, after I graduated, I went to work in uh, marketing teams for uh, two different um, multi-arts venues um, that put on, again, various um, art forms, so theatre, concerts... Um, and it's just always been very much part of my life that I'm not only a musician. I'm yeah. not. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so when I saw this job advertised, it, it chimed very strongly with with my values, mm. um, and it's an exciting opportunity, definitely. Mm. So you've always been quite an arty person, then. In, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I was I was lucky that my family all were as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people are in that kind of same situation. Of, but then you've also got, of course, families which don't kind of push the arts yeah. and the kids. And absolutely, and that's where you know we in the arts industry should be doing what we can to yeah. encourage yeah. Um, that engagement. Yeah. Okay, so so of course you've already been quite artsy. So you got into the this, you got this job by you know you saw an application for it. And yes, yeah, it was. Um, openly advertised and uh, yeah went for it okay so you've what do you think the Arts Award can kind of bring to your campaign and what kind of what do you want to see from this partnership well for us it's very much a pilot project Um, we're working with Arts Award with three of our local family arts networks which are um, networks of arts organisations across different art forms um, in different parts of the country. We've got three of these pilot projects happening and each of them are focusing on slightly different um, areas. So one of them is looking at how um, young people doing Silver or Gold Arts Award uh, can create a trail uh, between different arts organisations for younger children doing Arts Award and their families to complete. Another is looking at um, how families can become involved in young people with uh, learning disabilities who are completing Arts Award Discover, I think. Um, How their families can become involved in that. And the third is um, looking at how a series of uh, family art workshops can be uh, extended so that the young people can complete Arts Award. So for us, it's very much how um, these three projects 
how successful they are, whether um, they can be extended, rolled out on a national basis or just into other other areas, and what the learning can be from uh, from those projects to, to the wider arts sector. Um, we're a time-limited project, um, so it's very important that we can leave a legacy um, and learning for the sector as a whole. So it's not just families, it's also... Well, it is families, but... It's families anyone. that can benefit from it, but it's... We're, we work um, as a sector-facing organisation as well, uh, so we're working with arts organisations to train them and to... Um, uh, kind of open their eyes to different ways of working as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned that you're a time-specific project. I don't know if maybe I've just missed something, but is this not something that's going to be a reoccurring thing, or is it yeah. only for a second? Period we of time? were originally given funding for three years. Okay. We're in the last second. Uh, we're we're in the third now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that funding period will come to an end in March 2015. We've just heard last week that the Arts Council um, have agreed to extend our funding. Congratulations. So, which is fantastic news because there's so much more that we can do. <laughs> um, but we don't know at the moment how much funding that will be and for what period. Yeah. So, I mean, there are other other ways we can continue the campaign. We're we're looking for a commercial sponsor for the festival, which would mean we could continue our work. Um, and there are other funding streams, but um, we're working with the arts council. Yeah, to it's a good it's a good that. thing. It's good work to do. It's like absolutely, yeah, and it's being well received. So we think it's worth trying to continue. Well, continue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's quite good that you have got funding in a sector that is so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we the the funding that we have at the moment is through the Arts Council's strategic funding stream. So it's um, what the Arts Council have um, gone away, done some research, and decided that this is one of the areas they want to focus on um, for these few years. Um, So we're very lucky that we've got this funding, but also we've got the backing of the Arts Council, which yeah. is great. Which brings yeah. massive weight. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And um, we've heard this year you've partnered with Trinity College London. Yeah. Um, and I think that's to explore ways of kind of incorporating the Arts Award into your campaign. Um, mm-hmm. where, did that idea come from, where did that idea come from? Well, as you know, Arts Award is also funded through the yeah. Arts Council, so um, it was conversations there about how... Um, you know, really, if we're working together, um, that that actually we can achieve more than if we kept entirely separate. Um, so, you know, that we were on the lookout for some way of incorporating young person-led activity, um, and this seemed like a really yeah strong way forward. A lot of the um kind of the readers of the Arts Wood Voice who are, you know, young people probably would benefit a lot from this campaign. We hope so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I just want to look, sort of roll back mm. and, um, like, describe Family Arts Campaign because we've sort of skirted around the idea of, like, yeah. trying to yeah. engage young people and just trying to bring it. But if you had, like, a 30-second pitch of what Family Arts Campaign was, 
how would you how would you sell it to somebody who knew absolutely nothing about the art at all? Um, let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a three-year funded campaign working with um, arts organisations across the UK to increase um, family arts engagement. Um, we were doing that through various uh, strands of work, um, including uh, the Family Arts Festival uh, annually in October half term, but also training resources, um, supporting networks, doing these pilot projects with um, Arts Award and others to um, increase learning in the sector. Cool. And um, the pilot projects with Trinity, mm-hmm. uh, now you've got some confirmed funding, but of an undisclosed amount. Um, I assume you'd love to see these go forward if they're successful. That's if successful, in- yeah. Uh, I think that'll be uh, a case of looking at the evaluation and, and seeing yeah, where we go from there. Um, the projects will all be uh, complete by March, yeah. so we can yeah, take it from there, really. Um, on the subject of the evaluations, mm. um, this might be quite an internal thing, but how are you being evaluated? Are you being evaluated on engagement numbers or is there a wider...? The campaign as a whole is being evaluated um, by uh, external uh, evaluators and within that um, each of the pilot projects will be reviewed um, Whilst targets haven't been set for numbers of young people achieving Arts Award in those pilots, we have um, worked with the networks that will be delivering them to come up with some rough ideas um, of numbers of Arts Awards. But for us, it's less about numbers and more about the success of the project itself. Um, And... Uh, yeah, and the learning that we can take from mm. that. And you're defining success as just... Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're defining success as some arts award being achieved, but also um, the arts organisations that are delivering them having some um, basis on which they could extend that activity. And extend that internally, or like and use the partnerships that they've developed during that time. Absolutely, to yeah, yeah, externally as well. Cool. Who have been like your biggest supporters? Like, who are the um, organisations you work with who have potentially like engaged the most young people or done the most? Um, we've been very lucky that actually across the country, across the UK, um, lots of organisations have engaged. Um, one that springs to mind uh, well, a, a network that springs to mind is the um, the Manchester Family Arts Network um, which uh, includes organisations like um, Z Arts and Bridgewater Hall um, and they've they're, they're, they are one of the Arts Award pilot groups um, they are involved in the school's brokerage pilot um, and they're very heavily involved in uh, putting on events during the Family Arts Festival. Um, so, yeah, we're really... Is Peshkar involved with that? Uh, name rings bell. Yes. 
um, one of our youth network leaders originated from the Peshkar Centre before he moved to York to go and do a degree. Um, mm. I just wondered whether or not he was involved, they were involved at all. Definitely rings a bell. Um, not as one of the leads, but yeah, I think maybe. Potentially in yeah. Awesome. And yeah. um, like, I'm quite glad that Manchester was named because I was going to ask, do you feel that there might be, if there's like an um, unbalance, for want of a natural word, between um, London and then places outside London, because people feel art is very much uh, yeah, centred in the capital. Actually, from the campaign's perspective, we don't feel that imbalance. Um, we've worked quite hard um, at the beginning of the campaign to really involve um, as balanced a geographical spread as we could, and, and really throughout the campaign, we've been quite conscious of that. Um, obviously, there are uh, you know some reasons that that London is um, perhaps more heavily weighted in the arts world um, but I think for the family arts campaign itself um, it's not the case mm-hmm. no. that's great, that's fantastic mm-hmm. so would people be financially like um, I assume the family arts campaign is not really um, like favouring those who can afford to do arts, it's a free activity for no, everyone. yeah absolutely well um, events during the festival might be uh, paid for events but we're really trying to reach as many families as possible. Um, so it's a real mix of free events. Um, we're working on a theory at the moment that there's a difference between trips and treats. Okay. So a trip might be something uh, a family does on a more frequent basis. Um, so maybe going to the local art gallery on a Saturday yeah. morning. Whereas a treat could be something that they're willing to pay a bit more for, but do less regularly. So okay. maybe a show at the local um, theatre. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're kind of trying to investigate that a bit at the moment. And Interesting concept. Um, I know there's a, the Big Draw doing something, and um, they're partnered with, partner with you, because I did work yeah. experience with them yesterday. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, and they've got, in October, they start in the Big Draw. Are you doing anything yes. with them on the Big Draw? Well, um, we are very much partnered with the Big Draw for the festival, so any events that take place um, during the festival dates any big draw events that take place during the Family Arts Festival dates can be part of both uh, the Big Draw and the Family Arts Festival. Um, and so, um, yes, we, last year we had, um, I think it was around 500 Big Draw events to, as part of the Family Arts yeah. Festival. So we have very close links with them. Mm-hmm. And it means um, arts organisations can benefit from being part of both setups. Yeah. And it means families can um, have access to a wider range of events. So you, you kind of use the big draw like as a family, it's kind of, because you're a family arts organisation, you can tell families to go try out the big draw, that kind of Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's all about um, increasing participation. So, yeah. it, yes, if, if families are aware of the big draw, they might not be aware of a family music workshop in yeah. in the concert hall down the road yeah. um, or families that go to 
I don't know, plays every yeah. now and again, might not be aware of the big draw. Yeah. So um, it's a partnership that's really worked. Yeah, so do you try and kind of boost local, you know, little like theatres, local theatres? Do you help boost their kind of, so people know that they're around? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the Family Arts Festival, the basis for that is that arts organisations upload their events to the website. They can then access branding and we'll support those events through a national um, marketing and PR campaign. Um, so, yes, it's very much about supporting arts organisations. So it's a definite incentive for organisations to get involved. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, right, going back to the big draw, I'm afraid I don't actually know what it is. Oh. Um, would you be able to kind of explain what the big draw is? Um, I'm sure you can get the exact words for this, but it's um, they they believe that um, drawing should be uh, available to everyone, and that drawing is simply um, making a mark. So actually, it doesn't have to be pencil and paper. Um, lots of their events involve um, kind of other craft materials. Um, could be outdoors. Um, so they're all about getting people um, to make creative marks or something. I can't remember the phrase they use, but I'm sure you can yeah. find it. Um, and they, they run for the whole month of October, and um, they're not just limited to the UK, I think. So, yeah. so you're there, they're more about just drawing, whereas you're quite Absolutely. broad about the whole yeah. spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Well... I was not expecting to get those <laughs> quite as quickly as we did. Um, are, you, have you, are you aware of Arts World Voice? Yeah, I had a look at the website. <laughs> um, it'd be really good, maybe in future years, if we could possibly cross... Sure. Um, I was going to say cross-pollinate, I don't think that's quite right. <laughs> cross-publish, yeah. um, Cross-promote. Cross-promote, yes. Um, cross-promote some of the things that are going on because we have quite a large audience of um, young people aged 13 yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... In fact, yeah, what, what is the sort of main age range for your um, campaign? Like, who do you most engage with in age bracket? Um... From the public-facing perspective, it's um, mostly adults in family situations. So whether that's parents, carers, could be grandparents. Um, yeah, I would say that was our main. So you're more targeting the kind of not the owners of the family, but the role models for the kids and the ones that make the decisions yeah. as to to what yeah. they do as the a treats family. The trips, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And then obviously sector facing is just going to be the heads of organisations. Um, not necessarily, actually. Okay. We we try to work cross organisationally. So um, yes, very much the senior management, but also participation departments, um, programming departments, mm-hmm. front of house. Actually, is very important to us because for for a family experience, you know, going to an arts event, it's not just about the show, the concert, the exhibition, it's much more about the experience as a whole. So customer service in front of house is very important. Cool. And do you have any work apprentices or anything like that working with you at the minute? Well, we're not... We we haven't been set up for that, really, because we're such a small team and working with lots of different... Communicating with um, other people. 
but it's it's something we should we could consider definitely if there are people interested. No, why not? <laughs> increase that engagement yeah, further exactly, exactly. Cool. well thank you very much for your You're time um, of which we took up less yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. than anticipated but um, would you like to sort of advertise anything in particular is there anything you'd like to really promote so when are the dates and details for the well the Family Arts Festival it's the 17th of October to the 2nd of November 2014 um, and there'll be events taking place right across the UK um, aimed at all sorts of families um, so yeah that's really, really the place what, that, what does that consist of like is it just similar to the big draw people get involved themselves or yeah yeah um, if you look at familyartsfestival.com that lists all the events that are part of the festival um, and they they range from concerts shows um, exhibitions workshops okay um, sounds good all sorts. Mm. I get involved <laughs> so familyarts.com or familyartsfestival.com familyartsfestival.com and no twitter or uh, we are on twitter yes um, the festival is family art fest um, and Facebook Family Arts Festival. Fantastic, cool. We will tweet all of those out as well if you want to um, look them up. So thank you very much, Marie. It's been great talking to you. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Hello, and I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, I thought Anne, like I said at the beginning, did an amazing job of um, really extracting the information out from Marie. Um, this little section here is obviously the usual um, housekeeping-y stuff, so if you enjoyed this, then please give it five stars on iTunes or um, tell your friends about it, because that's always an amazing way to get exposure. Um, the interview for this was written up and published onto Voice, which is artsawardvoice.com, who I work with almost exclusively to release these podcasts. So a big thank you to them, and I encourage you all to go and look at the fantastic content that is on their website. Um, and on that note, we also release an Arts Award Voice podcast once a month, and um, we're on the fifth podcast at the moment, but by the end of this month we will be on our sixth, which will be our last of the current series, and they're fantastically good fun to record um with flossie who's the content editor for voice they're really good we sort of talk about the content on the website we um give you some of the news headlines of arts events that happened that month and yeah just sort of have a giggle so if you want to check that out it's on itunes it's the arts award voice podcast um, you can also find out about it on artsawardvoice.com forward slash podcast. Have a fantastic week or month, and I'll talk to you next time I have somebody to interview. See ya.